You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 187. Today, we're walking through how to increase your income online. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. What's up, coach? Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Beverly Simpson. And if this is the first time you're hanging out with me today, welcome. I'm super pumped that you're here. Let's go ahead and just dive in. So I got inspired to create this piece of content or create this episode because I'm currently working on creating short consumable pieces of content, how-to content specifically designed to help you really get a outcome, a tangible outcome that is going to move your business forward and help keep you re-inspired on the days that it gets hard. Because if you're new or you've been at this for a while, it does get hard. And sometimes it can feel like I'm doing all the right things. Why is it not working? Why am I not increasing my revenue? or sometimes it can feel like this is so boring. I've already said this a million times. How can I say this again and again and again? And so if you're in a place right now listening to this episode and you're really looking for the ways that you can generate more revenue online, then just be sure to, if you're not already, be sure to come join the community on Facebook. We'll put a link in the show notes to come join us because inside of there, I actually give you seven unique ways that you can make 2K in seven days. I mean, honestly, I put these timelines around the outcome, not to promise any quick fix. It's not about that. It's about you recognizing and seeing that you're actually probably closer to your goal than you even realize. And sometimes when we hear these different ideas, we get inspired to go a different direction, or we get inspired to try something that we hadn't heard of before. So the idea is to help you get out of that funk and start thinking about different resourceful ways that you can increase your income. Because when it comes to scaling, it's going to require you to take what's already working and do something different. It's going to require resources and most likely it'll be both time and cash, whether it's yours and your time optimized, as well as maybe potential team members, and then as well as cash to introduce your work in a paid advertising way and get your work in front of other people. Now we'll talk about paid advertising on a different podcast. I just want you to know that that is the fastest way to get your message in front of more people. And that's a podcast for another day. So we'll put a pin on that. But for now, I want you to think about the ways that we can increase your income online so that you can scale so that you can increase the wealth in your life. And when I talk about wealth in your life, it's not just money. I'm talking about the experiences that you're having in your everyday to day life, because 
you deserve to live a life that makes you feel fulfilled. So let's get into it today. The ways that you're going to increase your income, we first need to fully understand how you get paid in this space. And it starts with you get paid for the value you bring to the market space. Now, this means that your people are in a problem and you're paid for the process and how you help them solve it. Now, if you're anything like me, you might hear that and think, oh my gosh, the market is saturated. Now I get it. Now I've done episodes before on market sophistication because it's not about your market being saturated. It's about your messaging required, requiring new levels of sophistication. And so what does it mean to to increase the levels of sophistication, well, it's going to be threefold, meaning that your clients are in a problem. And if you don't believe me, just look at some of the stats. Fitness is a $1.2 billion industry at least. The last time I looked at it, which I can't even remember, it was worth billions of dollars. Yet Americans, the majority of Americans are still struggling to optimize their health. So this means that there is room in the market space for you. Why? Well, think about it. If you had to work out with Arnold Schwarzenegger or Jillian Michaels for the rest of your life, because those were the only options, would you want to do it? And this is not about them or criticizing them or making them feel bad or whatever. Just look at ice cream as an example. There are an infinite number flavors and ways to enjoy ice cream. Could you imagine if we only had chocolate or only had vanilla? No, I don't know about you, but I that would be boring and that I wouldn't probably just not eat ice cream. Your work is needed because there's someone out there right now who needs your process, your way of doing things. This is unique to you and they just haven't met you yet. That's the first level of value that you could be thinking about in terms of value that you get paid for, what you bring to the market space. The next is what is the value that you can communicate? Is the value 10 times worth the asking investment, whether the investment is time, money, or even an email address? And so this is going to require an effective and powerful position. And it kind of goes back to what I was saying in terms of market sophistication. When you can communicate the value of your offer to the right person at the right time, you'll get a customer. And this can be challenging. And the challenge is not about time. It's about doing the reps. Practice makes permanent. So the real question to ask yourself is, are you practicing the steps that are moving the dial? Now, the truth is that most coaches don't recognize or even realize what are the key performance indicators that are going to move the dial in their business. And the truth is that it's unique to you and to what you have set up inside of your business. The next value that you are paid for essentially is the value that you can deliver on. If you doubled down and focused on your client's success and generated outcomes, then the majority of your marketing would be done for you. 
So now this is a nuanced conversation because there is a line of responsibility for what you are responsible for and what your client is responsible for in terms of getting to the outcome. And so for you, this is going to require you to fully understand what it is you're bringing to the market space and, and how you're bringing to the market space. Let's just talk about the different business models, for example. So you have got, and, and you need to understand your client's threshold and your market's threshold in their buying behaviors. So what this means is you need to understand, are they more likely to buy and invest in themselves? Are they used to this? This is part of the reason why people will say, oh, only business owners are, are going to make money because people are used to investing in a, B, a B2B, a business to business, to growing their business. So their, their buying behaviors demonstrate that they are used to it. It's not just business owners selling to other business owners that are going to generate revenue. I get why you might think that. There are people out there who think about how much money they invest in buying biohacking machines, doing all these x-rays, infrared saunas to optimize their health. And if you think that's not the truth, then this tells me that you're potentially creating content that is attracting a level, a clientele that is not willing to invest in their health at that level. Now that's not a bad thing for the record. This is why inside my programs, I teach Ascension models so that there are levels of accessibility. Not everybody is starting from the same point A in terms of access to resources. So it's not about only trying to get to that, you know, top 1%. However, it is about being very strategic and intentional behind the messaging and the offer that you're putting in front of people. So if you're trying to sell a $5,000 health program to people who are new, are not used to investing in their health or looking for the freebie and the freebie seekers, this tells me that there is an incongruency component to your messaging and offer. And there's some work to do in terms of how we are communicating the value and to who. If you are trying to make a $5,000 program into a $27 offer and people aren't showing up for themselves to get the results so that they actually do the work and they, they get the result. And so that means that they're going to, the marketing will be done for you. It's so easy for you to internalize it and think, oh, maybe what I do and teach doesn't work. When in reality, if you just shifted your marketing and your messaging and you attracted the right person to the right offer at the right time, then things would start to fall into place. So really look at how you are setting up the messaging and how you're using your content to attract your ideal customer. And ask yourself, is what I'm doing working? Am I bringing the right people to my space? You'll know this by the questions that they ask and if they're showing up for themselves. Now, of course, this is a nuanced conversation because sometimes people stop showing up because they're overwhelmed and they're not, they're not doing the work because it's too much and they start to lose faith in themselves. But I'll tell you this, most people 
Do not purchase a program, whether it's $27 or $2,700, expecting to fail. So now that you understand the different ways that you're paid for in terms of value, the question now becomes, how can we increase the value? And so first we need to fully understand how your clients are determining value. Number one is what is the specific tangible desired outcome and what becomes possible for them when they achieve it? So in other words, what is the goal and how will they know that they have it and why do they want it? Now, sometimes when you ask why questions, just for the record, oftentimes that will put people on the defense subconsciously. So a better way to ask that or a better way that you could potentially ask that is what's possible for them when they achieve it? What are they hoping to gain when they achieve it? What questions can be much more open-ended and allow people to answer it without feeling defensive? Next, people are really evaluating and most struggling coaches miss this, but the belief in themselves, can they do it? Because chances are your clients have tried to get healthy and fit before. So what, what happens the way human beings work is based on their current skill level in terms of the problem awareness, they, they decide to take a behavior, to take action, their action causes an experience. And then from that experience, they will actually make a meaning out of said experience. So our job as a professional and how we communicate the value means that we are removing any and all resistance to the process, the way that you communicate how they get to the, the desired outcome. And then the single most important ingredient is speed. Remember that people are not paying for information. They are paying for the speed of implementation of said info to get to the desired outcome the fastest, most efficient way possible. This does not mean quick fixes. This means what is the first fast tangible win that you can give your client that's going to deepen the connection, deepen the sense of trust, deepen the sense of belief in you and themselves that they can actually achieve the outcome. This is especially important if you are helping people optimize their health for the long haul or you're rehabbing them from an injury from, from, for the long haul, communicate the first win. Then they're really evaluating what is the effort and sacrifice required on their part to achieve the desired outcome. This is how they're evaluating the value. And so the way that you can increase the value is to pull on the speed level. So think of it like this, there is do it yourself. If they were to go onto YouTube, Google, podcasts and they were going to use try to learn all of the science that you have learned how much time would that take them now in addition to just learning it they have to implement it on their own so how much time would it take them to learn all of the info to test it and then to assess okay well what's working what's not working 
I'm going to go ahead and tell you probably a year. So now you're increasing value by doing a do-it-yourself organized version, step-by-step plan that's going to help them get to the goal faster because now it's organized. One of the biggest questions I get asked is what's free and what goes behind a paywall? And this is so counterintuitive, but it's why and how I help my people see that they can give whatever they want as much as they want away for free. Because remember, this is an information age and, and people are inundated with information so much so that the information is actually conflicting. So this is why I encourage my clients to feel free to add as much free resources and give all of their best information away for free because it's not about being it's not about information it's about implementation there's actually so much info that people tend to feel overwhelmed because it's conflicting advice so people will sometimes feel like they just don't know where to start and also to remember, specifically with Instagram content, for example, is that they're not experiencing the content linearly. Now, one of the other things I teach my clients to do, and we were just talking about this in a jumpstart coaching call, which was that I teach people to put out their content in as if it was linearly experienced, but this is more for the coach so that they can automate their content so that they can save time in how they plan and communicate their content. And people will come in at different ways and come in and be moved by different pieces of content. But this is something we can't control. This is us showing up as we are in a magnetized, going all in on ourselves, going all in on you, showing up and consistently showing up and just letting the chips fall and then seeing what's going to happen. And so sometimes when we're thinking in this process, we forget that people are not experiencing our content linearly. And, and how many times have you bookmarked a free piece of content with the best of intentions to go back and look for it, or that you end up spending, wasting time trying to go and find it? This is why there is a level of value, why people invest in cookbooks, why people invest in programs, because there is a proven step-by-step -step process that's more linear that people can follow. And then we have the next level of value that is in going to increase the speed of implementation to get to the desired outcome. And this is done with you. And this oftentimes will require new levels of access to you and, and accountability or accountability to your coaches, however big your team is. That means that the value is increased. Then there is a level of done for you. Now, I know you cannot eat for your clients. I know you cannot work out for your clients, but for funsies, Dream into what it would look like if you did, and then use those components, those tools, those resources, that type of education to pull from and layer that in to your done with you offers. For example, let's say you were to come up 
with a done for you offer and you're going to fly to someone's house. You're going to wake them up at 6am. You're going to make sure that they get out of bed and they're going to do the workout and then they're going to eat appropriately. You're going to go do all the grocery shopping with them for them. This is going to be a new level of implementation. Another way of saying this is it's going to increase the convenience for your people. Look at things like Blockbuster and Netflix. Netflix came to the market space and destroyed the Blockbuster business model because of convenience, because of the speed to the implementation of the desired outcome. People wanted a movie. Netflix came and said, you don't have to leave your house. You can have the movie streaming right from your television. Now, if you remember, maybe this is aging myself, but when Netflix first came to the market space, they weren't a streaming platform. They were, I'm going to mail the video to you. Now it might seem on the surface that, oh, that's actually slower than if someone drives to Blockbuster, but people were evaluating their time and the convenience speed differently than Blockbuster thought. For example, people were, were willing to wait a little bit longer than leaving their house right now and driving to Blockbuster and going to find the movie. And then, and just were willing to wait a couple extra days because Netflix would mail it and get it to their house. So it's a new level of convenience. So as a fitness professional, as a movement specialist, what are up really dream into what it would look like to create that type of a convenient offer, use that as the anchor. And then from there, you can create tools and pull those tools into the do-it-yourself models and the done-with-you models to help your clients get to their desired outcome. So obviously this is a nuanced conversation and it does, it is going to ask you to really look at your process, really look at how you're communicating it. And also to really ask yourself some hard hitting questions. Now, one of the things too, that I didn't say that I I don't often say, so I want to also, I think this is important is that people are not only are they paying for convenience, there is an element and level of experience that people are looking for. For example, I could go to the Ritz Carlton or I could go to the Super 8. And now the Ritz Carlton, the level, the actual outcome is going to actually be on par with a Super 8, right? It's a bed and shower away from home. They serve the same function, but the experience that they're going to receive is going to be different. So things for you to consider When you're really asking yourself, what are the ways that I can increase the value? Because this is how we will increase income online. Now, if you need help with this, then click the links in the show notes. There are lots of different options for you to get started, depending on what it is you're looking and working to build. So if this episode was helpful for you, please be sure to take a screenshot share it in your socials and tag me. Also, it would be a huge favor to me to help more people if you would go ahead and leave me a five-star review and share your favorite thing about the podcast so that we can reach more people. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I'll catch you on the next episode. 
Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.